it has nothing to do with what I think or what I feel. These principles in life happen via the way that life functions. And when I learn to function within the principles, life becomes a lot easier for me. But when I don't know what they are, I end up functioning outside of the principles, and then I think that what I'm doing is the way things are supposed to be done, but it's actually opposite of the way that the world turns, the way it makes, the way that makes things simple. It's, it's like, you know, gravity doesn't make sense. People think it makes sense, but it doesn't make sense. It makes rational sense that a heavier object should fall faster to the ground than a lighter object. And for years, centuries, people believed that until Galileo got on top of the Leaning Tower of Pizza and dropped the regular ball and the cannonball and they both hit the ground at the same time. And the people were like shocked. They had followed Aristotle all these years, the great philosopher and, 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 and lawmaker and, and great man of his day, but he was wrong on gravity. He just used common sense and, and standard logic to explain gravity and says, hey, you know, things that are heavier should fall faster than things that are lighter. But that's not true. Gravity pulls them at the same rate. They hit with different forces, but people didn't understand that was the principle that it worked under. Not under the simple logical principle that it would seem that the heavier thing would fall faster. That just makes more sense to me. Heavier things should go faster. But it doesn't. Yeah, and there is no difference between a pound of bricks and a pound of feathers. They are the same mass. But we didn't understand the logic of that, so we just applied our common sense logic and then assumed, uh-oh, there goes that word assumed, assumed what that logic dictated was actually true. And it wasn't. But, you know, you know this is the, the, the one, another one of those instances in life where we found out what we were was thinking was not necessarily the essence of how the principle in life really worked and so we find ourselves working against life's principles life's laws and then when life doesn't work for us and it's not being biased against us we're being biased against life we're we're trying to swim upstream when it's easier to swim downstream and we don't understand the way that the current flows is the way that we should go. We go with the force. Exactly. It's throwing a curveball that we should have seen coming because we know the dynamics of motion and how, uh, depending on how the pitcher winds up, what type of ball it's going to, how it's going to break. But we just, we just, we, well, the way it looks to me, it should just, yeah, okay, yeah, you're going to put your logic, you're going to make life be the way you want it to be rather than accept life the way that it is and then what that does it gives us the ability to logically find a reason excuse or blame something else outside of ourselves for the condition we find ourselves in so that reinforces the first logic and it gives us the the uh, the ammo to say it's not my fault 
and then when we get the ammo to say it's not my fault, that alleviates us from the responsibility of it. When we're alleviated from the responsibility of it, we can look outside ourselves and blame anything and anybody for whatever is happening because we've logically gone through the steps to exonerate ourselves or free ourselves from blame. And it just happens. And guess what? Everybody, I shouldn't say everybody, but almost everybody does it. At some point in their lives, they put themselves in the position wherein they then make themselves not the scapegoat, but find something else that they can say is why they, they, are, they are the way they are, been the way they've been. And, and don't get me wrong, there are things that society does and things that are not um, taken care of fairly. And that's just how, that's life. But it didn't choose, life didn't say, well, I choose that person and I'm going to make sure that that happens to them. That person still has some recourse or some authority over where they put themselves. And even if they didn't have the recourse and authority over where they put themselves, they do have the recourse and authority over how they respond when they find themselves in that particular position regardless because I can't control everything that might happen to me but I certainly can control how I respond to whatever happens to me that's what's under my control so I'm always at some level under control of my own volition and that's the thing I like about life it's like that poem that 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 you 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 uh, we were talking about the other time when we, we were, when I was there visiting you life is good and I didn't realize how good life was until I ran into those things that uh, made me, I guess, what's the way he put it, challenge life, question life, or whatever you want to call it. But that made life good. And you know what, after, after um, um, uh, we found that poem, I downloaded it and kept a, a copy of it on my desktop because I was like, wow. That says a lot. And I had never really read that poem like that. I had never, you know, un un until, until we had read it, I was like, man, that is real. That poem says a lot. Yeah? It's a very good poem. Life is good. I'm trying to find out. I'm looking for it right now as I'm sitting here. Uh, I thought I left it on my desktop. But I don't see it. Somewhere in my, I know it's up here too. I got a whole bunch of ones that I saved after that too. I've been saving all along. Life is fine, that's what it is. Life is fine. Yeah. I went down to the river. I sat down on the bank. I tried to think, but couldn't. So I jumped in and sank. I came up once and hollered. I came up twice and cried. If that water hadn't been a so cold, I might have sunk and died. But it was cold in that water. It was cold. 
I took the elevator 16 floors above the ground I thought about my baby and thought I would jump down I stood there and I hollered I stood there and I cried if it hadn't been a so high I might have jumped and died but it was high up there it was high so since I'm still here living I guess I will live on. I could have died for love, but for living I was born. Though you may hear me holler, and you may see me cry, I'll be dog, sweet baby, if you're gonna see me die. Life is fine, fine as wine. Life is fine. Yep, I put that right up. I got it in my little posters and things on my screensaver as it goes across. Life is fine. Shoot. Yeah, well, it was inspiring on on Saturday when you bought it out. That's why. That's why after I, that I went and got a copy of it and put it on my in my little sayings and things. Because sometimes, because sometimes you know, all I need is something to come by to uh, encourage me uh, or to see something so I can encourage myself. So I save these little posters and poems and signs and things so that I can use them and I, I can go and whether it's music, poetry, videos, those are the ones I play when I'm, I have a whole folder on my desktop of different moods, different music and things that I play uh, for whatever, whatever the situation may be. And I put them in like these general categories. And I'm like, oh, you know, I, a heartbreak category, whatever. It doesn't matter. And they and they and they come under emotional um, uh, um, descriptions, you know. So if if it's a sad type of thing, if it has, if it might be a little sensual or or a little little dirty, nasty. I have them in, in a. I do. I have them in a different category because you know, and I don't listen to a lot of stuff that's that's that that's far that far out there. But if it has that connotation to it, then it has its own category because it may be a little raw. But the message that it's saying is, I might I might like the underlying message. Right. Exactly. Everything has its its uh, spot. has its, has its own has its own strength to it. So you know that's why I I don't put I, I try to keep my mind open to everything and everybody because I I just don't know there there may be something even though it may may be a little bit raw it may have an appeal that touches that person wherein my particular methodology or way of um, trying to relate that same energy or message or, or principle or, or, you know, would not come through as it would with um, a, a particular, uh, another perspective on it, another way of coming at it. Sometimes we just need a good swift kick in the butt. And then we, we after it hurts, be like, oh, and look like it's gonna hurt, so I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna jump. I'm not gonna get in that. I'm gonna get out of this water because it's cold. 
yeah, you'll be okay. You know, I mean, being able to recognize that you you're uh, you, you you've got to to transition is the first part of the battle. So once you recognize it, ain't no nothing to it but to do it after that point. Right, you're not you're only as disabled as you want to be. Right, you ain't got no drug addiction either. You ain't got no drug addiction. You got a good head on your shoulder. You just caught up in a emotional um, conundrum, uh, emotional storm of stuff that you got to now sort out. But you tried to sort it all out by yourself. And I like, I don't know where you figured that one out from. No man is an island. No, you got to have somebody to bounce stuff off of. Because you can, I know, I've been through parts in my life where I was like very private and didn't have nobody to talk to or turn to or tell about the stuff that I was I was going through and I internalized it. I I kind of um, got off out of track of life for like maybe like five to seven years when I was in college. I just got lost. I got lost out in the in the and there's a whole bunch of people that's going to be in this conundrum soon with all the stuff that's going on in this modern day and time mental health is going to be a real problem coming up in the very near future well it is right now because people can't deal with all of the stuff that's going on it's overwhelming and they're getting overwhelmed and they don't have anybody to talk to and there's not enough um, 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 mental health care professionals out there people are going to need life coaches and people just to talk to and helplines and suicide lines and you know, with all that we have going for us in this society, why is suicide so high amongst us in a developed country? When we have it good, and these people hardly have nothing over in third and fourth world countries, and they ain't killing themselves, they're trying to live. We got everything and killing ourselves. That's telling you something is happening with the moral and, and, and uh, um, standard fabric of society that's got people in a conundrum all twisted about and they don't know how to deal with it then it's going to be a growing problem until we address it as a society so the position you're in is nothing different from what's going to be happening or is happening in the current generation that's coming up now through all of these quick transitional accelerated times and and, it, and it's just overwhelming and they're being visually overwhelmed, emotionally overwhelmed. They're having problems on social media. Forget about being face-to-face. -face. They fighting over, over words and images that's online. They don't even know the person. <laughs> and they fighting with them. <laughs> you know? So, you know, this thing is this thing's expanding and spreading beyond what we thought would be the ramifications of... of um, um, abhorrent social behavior because it's expanded and it's gone virtual. We used to have a time where I was mad at you, didn't have to see you the next day in school, or I didn't like you, and I, you know, and now, you know, people, people, I, I don't understand them. Like, if, if I don't want to deal with this person, I don't have them, I don't answer their phone calls, I don't have them in my accounts and all that, but they choose to go to battle with them and then I'm gonna go find their Facebook account and post something on their account or their Twitter account or the president's guilty of it it keeps going on about stuff just hey you know you don't have to publicize your particular views on things live and let live alright I disagree blah 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 I don't have to give it energy just because 
something is said about me or some situation that I disagree with, no response is just as good a response as saying something because you can't be misinterpreted. I have no comment. The first thing they tell you when you get arrested is they give you the Miranda rights. Anything you say can and will be used against you in the court of law. The best thing to do is shut up. Say nothing. Let a professional sayer say for you. You know? But these people, they just keep it going and don't realize they've perpetuated a mindset or what's called a norm now where people think they have to respond. Sometimes the best response is no response at all. Sometimes the best response is to wait and then figure out the appropriate response. That's the difference between reacting, that's reacting, they act, and then you act the same way. It's yin against yin, you know, steel against steel, hard against hard, rather than waiting and responding, being responsible, that's able to respond to something that happens that will balance things off. You don't battle hard against hard, you battle hard against soft. If somebody's hitting you with a baseball bat, the best thing to deflect that with is a pillow. If somebody's really mad and upset, the best way to talk to them is with a calm voice. You don't see a growling, snarling dog and, ah, 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 and then go up in front of it and start growling and yelling at it and snarling at it. That's going to make it even more upset. You go to that dog and say, okay, calm down, boy. Be nice. Easy, boy. Easy. You might offer him some food, do something to distract them, something to calm them down. You don't get them calmed, get, get them excited more. You do the opposite. But we have a tendency to fight hard with hard, to go against the natural way of dealing with something. You don't put fire on fire, you put water on fire. Yin and yang to balance it. Well, you know what it is? They're really missing how to apply the principles of how life works. Life works a certain way, and we think that yelling then should produce more yelling. No, yelling should produce more quietness. Why? Why are you upset? Well, we need to examine, we need to talk about these things. We need to restore a balance. You can't have all yelling, nor can you have all quiet. There has to be a balance, and when things work in balance, then we find society gets along. Rather than looking at ourselves in different groups, we have to see ourselves as individuals, because groups, just like teams and sports, it, it promotes competition. If you're a member of that group, hey, I'm in competition against your group, so that makes me and you enemies. But if it's personal and I know you individually, and I'm not looking at you as a group, I'm looking at you as an individual, I can deal with you as an individual and can have a relationship with you that doesn't group you into something that I don't like. Right, and it's easy to relate. Exactly. So when we relate to individuals, it's a lot easier than relating to a group because the group that stands for something as a group, but individuals stands individually on how you know them, on how they are, how you feel about them. You know, it, it becomes personal. But when we take and we depersonalize people and they become those people or that country or that 
race or that gender or that whatever, then that puts them, that lumps them together and that gives us justification or some kind of logic to allow us to say we don't like them based on groupings. So we, we've got a long way to go and when we start understanding the principles of how life works and, and the way that the, the, the fabric of life is made, and, and work within those principles, we won't find ourselves kicking against the pricks, going against the grain of life, trying to paddle upstream and spitting into the wind, or, or actually whittling toward ourselves. You know, when you whittle a stick. I've learned as you go through life, two rules never bend. Never whittle towards yourself and never pee against the wind. <laughs> It's true. So, you know, as I observe those things, and, and it had nothing to do with me, whether I do it or not, whether I believe it or not, life is just like that. It didn't choose it. It's not trying to make it hard on me and easy on the next person. It's just the rule of life. What goes up must come down. People crazy ever celebrating, shooting bullets into the air because it's July 4th. But they didn't realize those bullets had a trajectory and would come down somewhere and then people started getting hit in the head with the, with the bullet. And they're like, oh, well, where would that come from? You shot the bullet in the air. You can't just shoot an arrow in the air. That's the old song, I shot an arrow in the air and where it lands I know not where. Until you find your arrow three weeks from now on top of somebody's head. You know? But anyway, listen, I got to go, man. So give me a holler on, you know, the next days or whatever if you need. And, you know, you keep your, your spirits up. So I'm looking for you Friday. I'm going to, when I talk to Angie now, I'm going to tell her it looks like you, you might be um, doing that weekend. And we'll make arrangements from there. We'll figure that out, man. You got to get free first. You gotta, listen. Get free, then the other things you will put in order. Keep your spirit right. Keep your keep your your mindset like, okay, I just got to get out of here. I'm gonna put my life together. Think forward. Don't think backwards about all the stuff that 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 uh, has happened. Those were lessons. Learn the lessons, and then go on and get the blessings. That's all you got to do now. The future is blessings. The past was lessons. The present is now, so you can do something for the future. Boy, I'm rattling them off today. All right, bro. All right, I'll be talking with you. Till then, hang in. All right, take care. Bye-bye. That was your boy Frederick. He decided to throw himself a little nutty fit. <laughs> Locked him down for another thing. He's getting out Friday. He, he, he wanted to leave, and they weren't going to let him. I'm like, well, what good does that do? <laughs> <laughs>